MSW Media. Thanks to Aura Frames for supporting the Daily Beans. Aura Frames makes digital picture frames designed to easily fill your home with photos of family and friends, shared instantly from an app. To get up to $30 off Aura Frames best-selling frames, go to AuraFrames.com slash Daily Beans. And a big thank you to Athletic Greens for supporting the Daily Beans. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to AthleticGreens.com slash Daily Beans to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Monday, December 5th, 2022. Today, the leader of the Republican Party calls for terminating the Constitution so they can install a dictator. Georgia broke early voting records as we head into Election Day. The Democrats have voted to change the order of the state's primaries. DeSantis faces inevitable issues with his postures about Disney and his anti-woke bill. Chris Christie's niece gets into a brawl with cops. And a terror attack in North Carolina over a drag show leaves tens of thousands without power. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Hello, Dana. Did you have a nice weekend, my friend? I did. I did have a nice weekend. It's back. It's nice to be back in your ears on this fine Monday morning, even though we're recording it on a very rainy Sunday afternoon. Oh, it's sunny down here. Usually oh. when it's raining in LA, it's raining down here too. We've had drizzle all day. We'll get it tomorrow. So thanks for the heads up. Everybody in San Diego, did you get that? It's coming. <laughs> uh, we will recover. No. Um, so check this out. We have a, I have a new show. We have a new podcast. I, we put it up over the weekend. We stood it up over the weekend. It's called You Don't Know Jack. It debuted at number three on the news and politics charts and number nine on all podcasts uh, globally. So it's doing really well. If you would subscribe, that would be great. And if you're on Google Podcasts, if you're using that app, you actually have to search for Mueller She Wrote <laughs> because oh wow, we we're putting it in the Mueller She Wrote feed, but we you know we changed the art and the name and stuff. But because we launched this on a weekend, Google's not back in the office. They haven't hit their refresh button yet, which I guess is a thing they have to do. So search for it there and subscribe to Mueller She Wrote. And that feed uh, on the Google podcast app, if you're not already subscribed to Mueller, she wrote, and you will see the very first episode of You Don't Know Jack called The Scope. Everywhere else, just search for You Don't Know Jack. Uh, I'm very excited about this. Andy McCabe is my co-host. And uh, we had Hugo Lowell on from The Guardian to discuss the 11th Circuit findings. We nerded out on the Ritchie factors. It's super cool. Uh, also, um, this is interesting. Democrats are breaking early voting records in Georgia. NBC reported that nearly 2 million people, like 1.85 million people, have voted early. And Democrats have a wide margin in those votes, 52 to 39, uh, which is, what's that, a 13-point lead? That's huge. So, yeah, now we wait to see if the same-day in-person voting Republicans can make up for that uh, and catch Warnock. If you haven't voted, get out there tomorrow and cast your vote and bring someone with you. Please do. I read somewhere, and I hope this is not true, but that 78,000 more people have voted in the runoff than the general. If that is true, yay, but also what the fuck is going on? Let me tell you what I think is happening here, because there were thousands of college students who live in Georgia but were out of state during the general Uh, in class. 
So many of them were reporting they never got their absentee ballot. They didn't get it on time. They sent it back but didn't get a confirmation. Interesting. And so when they all came back for Thanksgiving, they all voted on that Saturday, which, you know, Mark Elias and Democracy Docket and the Democrats sued to allow people to vote on that Saturday. And the Republicans wanted to block it because they knew all the kids were coming home from college and that maybe they kind of intentionally fucked up them getting their absentee ballots during the general election. I don't know if it's enough to make 78,000. But yeah, I think a lot, I think a lot of it is Gen Z not being able to vote absentee during the general. Oh, wow. That would be amazing if that's it. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I think that, um, I think, uh, my prediction here and, you know, I'm not Nate Silver, I'm not Chris Boozy, but my prediction based on anecdotal evidence from my friends like Victor She is that I think, um, I think, Senator Raphael Warnock will win by half a point, maybe more. Wonderful. That's my little prediction there. And please tell me someone has video of Chris Christie's niece assaulting and biting and kicking police officers while screaming that they'll be sorry because her uncle Chris Christie is a friend of Donald Trump, which resulted in her being handcuffed to a wheelchair and then arrested and booked with six counts of battery after she said racist shit to a family on a Spirit Airlines flight on Thanksgiving Day. Please someone wow. tell me. Wow. Please, please someone tell me you have video of this. They booked her on six counts of battery on a police officer, uh, three counts of disturbing the peace, one of resisting arrest by force, and one of remaining after forbidden. So, hmm. All right. Very interesting. Uh, and with all that out of the way, now let's, let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right. The FAPOTUS, the former president of the United States, called for the termination of the Constitution so that he could overturn the 2020 election and reinstate himself to power on Saturday in a continuation of his election denialism and pushing of fringe conspiracy theories. After going on rant after rant, by the way, on social media, I think he may have gotten that target letter from Jack Smith, by the way. <laughs> you think... Which was bound to come if it hadn't already, because with the appointment of special counsel, that means they have publicly announced officially they are investigating Donald Trump for multiple crimes. And uh, with that comes a target letter. Hey, just a heads up. You're being investigated for crimes. Uh, so maybe he got that letter. Maybe he's a little angry. Maybe he's a little ketchup on the wall. Quote, do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner, or do you have a new election? A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. That's what Trump truthed on Truth Social, currently under federal criminal investigation, and accused big tech of working closely with Democrats. Quote, our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections donald our founders would also not know what the fuck big tech is so yeah. <laughs> and if we throw out all of the constitution you are no longer protected by any fucking laws in this country and you should have been in jail a long time ago our founders wouldn't have want women to vote or black people so please stop we have to throw it out okay he didn't say that but i'm sure he is thinking it Trump's post came after the release of an internal Twitter email string showing deliberations in 2020 over a New York Post story about material found on Hunter Biden's laptop. White House spokesman Andrew Bates said this Saturday that Trump's remarks are anathema to the soul of our nation and should be universally condemned. 
quote, you cannot only love America when you win, he said in a statement echoing our President Biden, of course, when he said that, he said that a few times in his speeches. The American Constitution is sacrosanct as a sacrosanct document that for over 200 years has guaranteed the freedom of the rule of law prevail in our great country. The Constitution brings the American people together regardless of party and elected leaders swear to uphold it. It's the ultimate monument to all of the Americans who have given their lives to defeat self-serving despots that abused their power and trampled on fundamental rights. Ah, yes. Um, and really, there's not a big, strong condemnation of, of what he said here. The number one story is Hunter Biden. Republicans are mad because they didn't get to see Hunter Biden's dick pics on Twitter. While he was uh, in, yeah. In 2020. Uh, employees on Twitter's legal policy and communications teams debated and at times disagreed over whether to restrict the article under the company's hacked materials policy. The debate took place weeks before the 2020 election when Biden uh, was running against Donald. Now, since he announced his bid for president, the special counsel was appointed. This is Donald Trump, by the way. Uh, he's, had, he's had a rocky couple of weeks <laughs> as a presidential <laughs> so candidate. So lovely. <laughs> Special counsel was appointed to investigate him on three sets of crimes. The 11th Circuit told him, uh, three, by the way, because they're doing the documents case, they're doing the January 6th case, and they're doing obstruction of justice. Uh, the 11th Circuit told him and his Federalist Society weirdo judge to take a long walk off a short pier. He dined with Nazis. He expressed support for those convicted of seditious conspiracy, got his ass handed to him by the Supreme Court, had his White House counsel and deputy testify against him in two federal grand juries, and continues to be ostracized by Rupert Murdoch. Couldn't happen to a nicer fella. And with regard to the two federal grand juries, Dana, I think there's been three uh, federal grand juries impaneled since special counsel uh, Jack Smith was appointed. I think those three are for the documents case, the one six and obstruction. I think that's why there's that third one. And people are like, why is there three? Uh, but I could be totally wrong. Could just be, hey, we're just impaneling as many grand juries as we can because we have so much fucking crying going <laughs> on on January 6th. That we need multiple grand juries. So I'm not sure. But anyway, that is that story. Thank you so much. This next story is really, really alarming. Really alarming. A woman who vehemently and repeatedly protested a drag show scheduled in Southern Pines claims that deputy, and this is in North Carolina, claims that deputies questioned her in regard to the mass power outages in the county after she posted on social media that she knows why the outage happened. Emily Grace Rainey. Now, she's a former U.S. Army psychological operations officer, also fucking terrifying, made several posts about it on social media, even saying in one post, the power is out in Moore County, and I know why. Well, Moore County Sheriff Ronnie Fields told WRAL News that the outage was being investigated as a criminal occurrence, but he said not, excuse me, but he did not say specifically what was done to damage the, subs, the substations or whether the sheriff's office had connected that vandalism, the fact that they're calling this vandalism, uh, to that drag show or any suspects. Let me be clear. This isn't vandalism. This was a coordinated attack that looks a lot like domestic terrorism. Now, Rainey posted that she told deputies, quote, God works in mysterious ways. I use the opportunity to tell them about the immoral drag show and the blasphemies screamed by its supporters. <laughs> Jesus Christ, literally. After the power went out, Rainey posted a picture of the marquee where the drag show was scheduled to take place, claiming that God was chastising Moore County. Now, Fields said evidence of vandalism was found at multiple substation sites on Saturday night and that the vandalism appeared to be intentional. We call this terrorism. 
where I come from, AJ. And it was coordinated. <laughs> this is fucking mm-hmm. scary that these yeah. people could take out a power grid. <clears throat> Duke Energy showed almost 40,000 customers without power Sunday morning when outdoor temperatures dipped into the 40s. An estimate, uh, estimated showed it could take up to 10 p.m. to get all the power restored. Well, before the show, Rainy Post on Facebook, the contact information of the sponsors the contact information, imploring others to voice their opinions, saying, you know what to do. And that is That's a quote. That's not imploring others to voice their opinions. That That's... is a threat. Yeah. Yeah. Rainey claims to be the head of the Moore County Citizens for Freedom, the MCCF. Now, the group is a, quote, nonpartisan, right, network of Moore County citizens dedicated to the promotion of conservative... I love this. Dedicated to the promotion of conservative values in Moore County. So... First, it says it's nonpartisan, but it's dedicated to the conservative values in Moore County, North Carolina, through education and activism. And that's according to its Facebook page. In 2021, Rainey was investigated by the Army and drummed out of the military for leading a group of people from North Carolina to rally in Washington that led up to the deadly riot of the U.S. Capitol by supporters of the then-President Trump. Because, of course, she was there. I mean, all of these fuckers somehow are involved in January 6th. But this is really scary. And also, what the fuck? I don't understand how these drag shows have turned into this. Now this is the fear tactic by the right in some way. When, meanwhile, they're sexualizing these children in, like, pageants across the country. I just, nothing is making me angrier right now than these attacks on these drag shows. Yeah, or thousands and thousands of kids abused by the church. Yeah. Um, or Boy Scouts. <clears throat> or, you know, I mean, it's it's absolutely hypocritical. And to say that you're, you pr- promote conservative values and then take out power for 40,000 people, how many people are going to die? Yeah. Because because they can't call 911. The cell towers are down is, is another report that we're getting. They can't. Their medical devices don't work because the electricity is out. Um, were their hospitals included in that power outage? Like... It's absolutely like people are going to die. It's for it's freezing cold. I, I'm I'm stunned that I mean, it, it, it takes us back, Dana, doesn't it? To people blowing up abortion clinics to save lives. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, the same kind of hate. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It is. And, and there better be hate crimes charges. I hope the Department of Justice uh, muscles in on this. This is terrorism. A hundred percent. And from Elena Schneider at Politico, the uh, Democratic National Committee, the DNC, voted Friday to radically alter its presidential nominating calendar. And that's following Joe Biden's recommendations to elevate South Carolina as the first primary state and to eliminate Iowa, breaking with half a century of historical precedent. But there are still several logistical hurdles for the party to clear to make that new vision a reality. The DNC is on track to reshape its primary calendar after dissatisfaction with the traditional first state Iowa boiled over in 2020. We all remember this. Members of the party's Rules and Bylaws Committee, charged with recommending a new calendar, gave a near-unanimous vote of approval on Friday for Biden's proposal, with only minor tweaks to the dates and two no votes from Iowa and New Hampshire. (laughs) The revised proposal would see South Carolina host the first presidential primary in 2024 on February 3rd, a Saturday, followed three days later by New Hampshire and then Nevada. Georgia would then hold an early primary on February 13th, and Michigan would hold its contest on February 27th. Iowa would be out of the early lineup altogether. The proposal essentially seals Iowa's fate, killing off the first-in-line nation caucus that has held the coveted and influential perch at front at the front of the nominating process since the 1970s. It could also spell the end for New Hampshire, 
as Democrats there threaten to still hold their presidential primary first, a move they insist they must do to comply with state law. But notably, the DNC added rules, uh, added an amendment to the rules to require early states interested in remaining early states in 2028 to apply for that status by 2026, a move that sets in place a system to revisit the early window every four years. Two DNC members voted against this proposal, like I said, Scott Brennan of Iowa and Joanne Dowdell of New Hampshire. Now, the DNC reopened its presidential nominating process earlier this year after it came under increasing pressure inside and outside the party to diversify the slate of early states and to prioritize competing in general election battleground states. And in Biden's recommendations, he also called on the committee to review the early nominating process every four years, like I said, a signal from the White House that it does not want states to have a lock on the coveted positions. The proposal passed by the DNC's Rules and Bylaws Committee will go before the full DNC for a vote early next year. All right. Thank you so much, A.G. And Florida Governor DeSatan has bent the knee (laughs) to the mouse. All right. But he denied a report Friday that the state was considering reversing its decision to dissolve Disney's special governing district near Orlando. In a statement, a spokesperson for DeSantis said the governor, quote, does not make U-turns. Yes, he does. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Earlier Friday, the Financial Times reported Florida... The Florida lawmakers considered keeping in place the special governing district that encompasses Disney World, as Disney CEO Bob Iger returned to lead the company. Now, in April, Tallahassee legislators voted to dissolve Disney's 54-year-old special tax district after Disney and former CEO Bob Chapek objected to DeSantis's move to prohibit teaching about sexual orientation or gender identity to students in kindergarten through third grade. But according to the FT report, state lawmakers are now working on a compromise that would allow Disney to keep the special district in place uh, with just a few modifications. And in a related story, AG, during the three-day trial this week challenging DeSantis' suspension of Hillsborough County State Attorney Andrew Warren, attorneys for Warren were able to put that question to aides for DeSantis, who called Florida the place where, quote, woke goes to die in his victory speech after being reelected last month. Well, now Jean-Jacques Cabot, Warren's attorney, noted DeSantis referred to Warren in his announcement of the suspension as a woke ideologue who masqueraded as a prosecutor. Jesus. Then he asked some DeSantis officials what woke means to them. Well, Taryn Fenske, DeSantis's communications director, said woke was a slang term for activism, progressive activism, and a general belief in systemic injustices in the country, which seems no. like a really... I know, I fucking dare you. But everyone down there is like, those don't exist. Ryan Newman, DeSantis's general counsel, echoed the part about systemic injustices, specifically re- regarding the criminal justice system. And this is a quote. To me, it means someone who believes that there are systemic injustices in the criminal justice system, and on that basis, they can decline to fully enforce and uphold the law. Which isn't true, Newman said. Now, asked what woke means more generally, Newman said, quote, it would be the belief that there are systemic injustices in American society and the need to address them. They're saying that woke isn't, like, this isn't real, first of all. Now, Newman added that DeSantis doesn't believe that there is, this is what's the scary part, DeSantis doesn't believe that there are systemic injustices in the U.S. He also emphasized he believed Warren's wokeism led him to sign the pledge not to prosecute abortion crimes, the primary factor that led to his suspension in the first place. 
Well, the trial over Warren's suspension ended Thursday, and U.S. Judge Robert Hinkle said he will likely take at least two weeks to render a decision in that case, and Warren has asked the court to reinstate him because the suspension violates his First Amendment rights. Yeah. Yeah, boy, their their definition of woke, it would be the belief that there are systemic injustices in American society and a need to address them. Yeah. Which sounds reasonable to us. The problem is DeSantis doesn't believe that shit exists, like you said. That's absolutely, uh, you know, but we can look at what's going on in North Carolina, Pulse Nightclub, Q Club. I mean, let's let's be real. Yeah. I mean, the fa- and, and when you're in that state specifically, that injustices don't, they don't happen. What, what did they do when, when um, the felons that had served their time were going to get back their voting rights? What did they do? They created a situation where they had to pay back all of the fines that they had incurred before they were able to vote. If you don't think that's a systemic injustice, you are fooling yourself. It is very much directed to a certain population. I have a question, though. I mean, if you think that the white males are being repressed... Wouldn't that be a systemic injustice in America? And yes. wouldn't it need to be addressed? And so therefore, wouldn't you also be woke? That would be a fair assessment. Or is it only when it's, oh, it's only when it's not white Christians. Right, right, right. I right. get it. Okay. <laughs> I get it now, everyone. Thank I'm you. I'm glad you Thanks worked that for... out live on the air with us. Thanks for following me down that path. Oh, <laughs> that's where I would have gone with the questioning if it were me. Really? But don't you think male men, white Christian men are, you know, uh, victims of systemic injustice? No? No? Cool. So we're all, oh, okay. All right. Oh, yes, you do. Well, then aren't you woke? Okay. So do well, we don't need to address it. Right, right, or right. Or just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A bunch of dicks. All right. We have a lot of good news to get to. If you have good news, send it to us at dailybeanspod.com. Click on contact. We'll be right back with that. Stay with us. After these messages, Hey, everybody, it's AG, and I want to tell you about AG, AG1 by Athletic Greens. It's something I've been taking for over two years now, almost two years, and it's amazing. I I started taking it because I wanted more energy and optimized immune system, but it does so much more because with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And the special blend of ingredients, it supports so much more than what I started, you know, for the reasons that I started it for. It supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, but also recovery, focus, and aging, like all the things, all of the things, especially that gut biome. And we want to thank Athletic Greens for their support, and they're offering you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. I love how Athletic Greens helps me with my digestive issues. I love how it has 800 million, well, 75 amazing things in it. And I don't have to have 75 different bottles of supplements and vitamins and probiotics in the fridge and adaptogens and uh, powders on top. Like everything is all in one place. It's delicious. Just one scoop in a cup of water every morning. And there's no GMOs, no artificial anything. It's sugar-free, less than one gram of sugar. It's absolutely incredible and it does so much for me and in 2020 athletic greens purchased carbon credits that support projects protecting old growth rainforests so they're very earth conscious so reclaim your health arm your immune system uh, just that one scoop in a cup every day it's easiest habit i ever picked up and to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase just go to athleticgreens.com slash daily beans uh, again that's athleticgreens.com slash daily beans to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance 
And this holiday season, the perfect gift is from Aura Frames, A-U-R-A Frames. Aura Frames makes digital picture frames designed to easily and instantly fill your home with photos and family and friends and places you've been. Simply connect your Aura Frame to Wi-Fi and then use the free Aura app to add unlimited pics and videos from anywhere in the world. And you can invite all sorts of friends and family members to join you on the app to add photos and then have them comment, heart, like, and send new photos to your frame. If you need an easy idea to spread a little more joy this holiday season, you can get Aura Frames for everyone. Preload them with your favorite photos. Personalize a video message, which, you know, can be funny as well. And there's no need to wrap it because every box comes already ready to gift. Uh, I'm getting one for pretty much everybody on my list and some of my clients. I'm adding some photos of all of our favorite times together and some of the projects that we've worked on. I know they're going to love it. Or it was named the best digital picture frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and more. And Aura Frame is the perfect way to keep all your favorite faces in one beautiful place. Plus, they come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you can try them out any frame that you want, risk-free. Save on the perfect gift. You can get up to $30 off Aura's best-selling frames. Just go to AuraFrames.com slash DailyBeans. These frames have been selling out every December, so get yours now before they're all gone. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com slash DailyBeans. Terms and conditions apply. And, you know, I love my Helix mattress. I've had it for a long time now. Uh, I sleep like an angel on this on this mattress. It is super dreamy. Uh, I'm so glad that I got it. it the, the cool thing is, is I went online to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans, took their two-minute sleep quiz. And because Helix knows that everybody's different and we all sleep differently, we have different sleep preferences and feel preferences, you take that online sleep quiz, they match you to the best mattress for you. Uh, before Helix Sleep, I was sleeping on a mattress made for somebody else, so no wonder it didn't work. But here's the thing. They're a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses to you, and they have several different models to choose from. Each is designed for a specific sleep position. They have models with memory foam layers to provide pressure relief if you sleep on your side, and models with more responsive foam to cradle your body for more support. And if your spine needs a little TLC, they've got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, right? They have individually wrapped steel coils, with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combo for comfort and support. Uh, You know, when I took the Helix Sleep Quiz, I was matched with the Helix Midnight because I'm a side sleeper and uh, I like a medium firm bed. So hop on helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. Find out which Helix mattress is perfect for you. And right now they're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners. Just go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Welcome back. It's time for the good news. Good news. Good and news. like I said before the break, if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, you want to play what the mutt, you want to send us dogs in costumes, uh, dogs sitting on Santa's lap, cats. The cats are funny on Santa's lap. They don't really like to sit there <laughs> no. for very long. Um, any shout out you want to give a loved one, shit kids say, shit your parents say, shit you say. Uh, some Something that you didn't, like I was today years old when, I love those. I was today today years old when I you know found out that the logo for the postal service is an eagle and not a beak-headed man with his pockets turned out something you know whatever i mean that's a little specific and might apply to me (laughs) um but you know that or you know a small business in your area that you want to promote for the holidays um we would love that send it to us at dailybeanspod.com click on contact first up dana paul pronouns he and him dear allison and dana my good news is that yesterday for the first time ever there was an all-woman refereeing team at a World Cup game. 
In the Germany v. Costa Rica game, the referee and crew consisted of a center ref from France and assistance ref from Mexico, assistant refs from Mexico and Brazil. It was awesome to see. They were super intense and did a great job in what turned out to be a very important game. I have a special place in my heart for soccer referees as I referee youth soccer in my community. More importantly, my daughter was a soccer referee in high school and was named the state of Illinois youth soccer referee her senior year. She is also uh, is a badass and had the perfect qualifications for a young soccer referee. Hearing that filters hearing that filters out any sound at wavelengths emitted by anyone over the age of 25 and a healthy belief that many adults, especially at youth soccer games, are kind of idiots and cannot help themselves. They should be pitied, not scorned. She no longer referees as she is in her first year of medical school. I've written before about her, LGBTQ plus woman going to med school in Utah. Oh, yeah. she got her white coat. Yeah, but gladly finding a great community in the area who is a proud, who's a proud father. As Pod Pet Tax, I'm including a picture of our brand new grandniece, Kitty Masubi, after our niece's favorite food. Fitting, as Masubi is so cute, you just want to eat her up. After a few tense days, her new brother Luigi, a tuxedo and pod pet tax alum, is getting used to her and is now finding her quite interesting. Thank you both for all you do to make the world better. Can't wait for you don't know Jack. Andrew McCabe, are you kidding me? What a perfect co-host. McBabe is a really great co-host, Paul. And this is so cool. I didn't know that the med school, the white coat uh, in Utah was also a soccer coach. And I also didn't know that it was an all-women refereeing team. And at Germany, Costa yes, Rica. and the so cool. center ref is awesome. She's been br- breaking barriers all over the place. It's very, very cool. Very, oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. In the tuxedo at his at his rightful place atop the laptop. I have to know, Paul, is that a decoy laptop or is that your actual work laptop? <laughs> I have two, one for the cat and one for me. Fair questions. Fair questions. All right. This is from Bridget, pronouns she and her. Hello, Beans Queens. Just wanted to say I love this show. I love listening every morning while I'm rushing to get my kids fed, dressed, winterized. (laughs) We're in Minnesota and on the bus. Your podcast helps me keep my focus through the rush. I'll be eagerly awaiting You Don't Know Jack every Sunday, and I'm off to subscribe. Sue! I'm off to subscribe to it now. I'm off to stop drinking while I record. Uh, anyway, enough about me. And then there's just a little note from our producer. Give it, leave it to Minnesotans to actually compliment someone and then follow it up with enough about me. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard the call for baby photos and wanted to share my favorite Santa photos. My two boys were born in mid-November and mid-December, so they were both newborns during their first Christmas seasons. We took them to see Santa when they were both only 11 days old, and they're both wearing the same Santa's little helper outfit. I love looking at these photos periodically, and I hope Dana gets her baby fix, and oh my god. I love that Santa was like, I got this. Oh. Oh my god, that that baby oh, is the size of Santa's hand. God. Look at these. These are the sweetest oh. pictures. Oh my goodness. I love that first one. Oh, I, I also know. I hope that every I know that there's some drunken Santas out there, but I feel like everyone that actually gets to play Santa that I've ever seen looks like the nicest yeah, fella. For real. It's it might be a Santa thing too, like we're we're just used to Santa being a nice fella. Could but be. this is so cute. Thank you for sending those. Thank you. And please, for Dana's sake, more Santa with baby pictures. More baby pictures or Hanukkah Harry. I don't know if any. Yeah, we'll see. doesn't matter. Yep. Any holiday. You know what? Just baby pictures. (laughs) Just send baby (laughs) pictures. I don't care what time of year my frog orgy pictures take place, which, by the way, I still have only gotten like one. (laughs) 
That's an inside joke. <laughs> That's also a seasonal event. It's a seasonal <laughs> event. <laughs> and if there's an all-lady ref team, that would be... No, okay. That's... You know what? We're moving on to Derek. Pronouns <laughs> he and him. Hello, AG and the Beans family. It's not Halloween, but I wanted to share my costume of Obi-Wan Kenobi from the 2022 show on Disney+. Plus making its public debut alongside my fellow members of the Rebel Legion and the 501st Legion in the downtown Chicago Thanksgiving Parade. This costume was a joy to craft, and I made everything except the trousers and boots, lightsaber, and Princess Leia's little droid friend, Lola. Is that how you say it? I don't even know. Oh my god, These so are great cute. costumes. So Very so handsome. I know. You made that? That is badass. That's awesome. Very cool. I love Chicago so much. The Light We Carry Tour. How awesome is that? It's awesome. All right. Thank you so much for that. This next one's from Kent. Pronounce he and him. Hello, Beans Queens. Well, I learned something new listening to the good news after my previous submission of Max. David Bowie did not have, we did not have heterochromia after all. Good thing we went with Max after also considering naming him Bowie. (laughs) I've attached a couple of pics of our other pup, Gunner. For a what the mutt. We just celebrated his adoption day on the 30th. He's just over a year old. We had a DNA test done on him as well, and he's not at all what you thought what we thought. Results are attached. Still a huge fan of the pod. Hearing the two of you fawn over pet pics just makes my day. <gasps> Look at the baby. Oh, there looks like there's a little Oh god, the puppy. Okay, so this one. Oh. Well, which one are we supposed to guess? The I think this one? is well, I think Gunner. that the bottom one's the puppy of the top one. Yeah. Okay. So I definitely think there's some lab and pity in here. I see Boston Terrier. Okay. <laughs> I see the snout of a boxer. Do you? Okay, boxer. I see Vishla. What's that? It's uh that light brown, it's very sleek, like a Weimaraner, but but tan, almost red, ruddy. Cute. Maybe Weimaraner. Uh, lab. I'm, I'm with you on the lab, chow. <laughs> Maybe. Adorableness. All right, let's see. Scroll, 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 <clears throat> scroll. Get out of here. Beagle, Pitbull, Coonhound, Staffy, and Lab. We got Lab. We got Lab and Pit. <laughs> oh, no, Did that's we a Pitbull pit- Terrier. Did you say... Did you say pity? I did say a little pity. Okay, so you got pity, I got lab. You said lab too. 40% beagle though. 7, 47%. That's almost a half a beagle. That's a <laughs> <laughs> That's almost it's a half adorable. a beagle, people. <laughs> oh Absolutely God. adorable dog. Thank Love you it. for sending that in. All right. Was that me or you? Uh, that was That was me. Your turn. That was me. Okay. That was you. My turn. From skunk. <laughs> Pronounce you and him. Hey, y'all. I'm somewhat new to the show, so I'm unsure if snakes are your thing. But I wanted to show off my three adorable garter snakes. I love snakes, skunk. Uh, these three harmless cuties, all garter snakes are harmless, are named Diglett, Harriet, and Shy Girl. Diglett is named for her tendency to bury herself and just barely poke her head out of the ground. Yes, yeah, she's waiting to attack. No, I'm kidding. And Harriet for her tendency to engineer the most remarkable escapes from her enclosure. I've been feeling a little guilty lately since I have not given them much love, but I hope that will be changing soon. One of the benefits of having snakes is they're remarkably independent. (laughs) To them, I'm just that big warm pink thing that gives them food and sometimes holds them. 
And they are my curious adventurer noodles. Adventurous noodles. I can gush about snakes all day. My snakes have uh, been my happy place during this pandemic. But if you don't see the appeal yet, I think it would be hard for me to convey. Look at the babies. No. I do. Look, there she is. Poking her head out. So cute. Adorbs. I do love snakes. Um, I had... Uh, a partner of mine, we together, we had this like 20 foot Burmese albino python. We ended up having to give it to the zoo because it was too big to keep anywhere other than a zoo. <laughs> so, oh my God. Um, Cyrus was his name and we had to give him away. Um, but yeah, I do. I, I love snakes. Um, I have no problem with uh, snakes. And I, you know, coming from Southern Arizona, you're New Mexico. We can identify the bad snakes pretty easily, right? Yeah. The ones that are on the ground and slither. <laughs> I'm kidding. I meant the venomous ones. And when I was a kid, though, I was terrified of cobras. I think, oh, if there's a rattle on the butt, that's my that's my sign. Yeah. Diamondback rattlers were very common um, growing up. And scorpions everywhere, too. I know there's not snakes. We don't have to get an email. I know scorpions. Are <laughs> Could you imagine? AG. I'd like to make a correction. AG. Uh, scorpions are not snakes. <laughs> Sometime, one time somebody was like, hey, yeah, like we were meeting all at a party and some we're introducing ourselves around the circle and someone's like, I'm from Michigan. And I'm like, oh, dude, samesies. I'm from Ohio. And somebody was like, um, Ohio and Michigan aren't the same. I'm like, I, I realize that. I meant the Midwest. Um, but I'm sorry. Yes. Sometimes I do. <laughs> I do make those connections without clarifying what I'm talking about. Uh, but yes, scorpions are not snakes. Thank you for coming to <laughs> AG's Wild Kingdom. Next up. No, that's it. Um, do you have any final thoughts before we get out of here today? No final thoughts for today. I just hope everyone has a good beginning to their week. Yes, me too. I'm interested to see what kind of news drops tomorrow. Uh, this week is probably going to be pretty busy and we'll be here to cover it. Until then, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Tomorrow, vote blue over Q. And please take someone with you, Georgia. Everyone, take all of Georgia with you. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the Beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill, with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg and Amy Carrero. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane, with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants, and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media.